and welcome to the podcast for Wellness Warriors and Wisdom. I'm Ashley and I'm your host. So it's been a minute since I have recorded a podcast because as most of you, I was a little busy during the holiday season. Now that we are full-fledged into a new year and January is quickly becoming the middle of January and will quickly become the end of January and slide right into February, I said, man, it is time to record another podcast. People are going to think that I forgot all about them, but I promise I haven't. In fact, the wheels in my brain have been turning more and more as I've been away because I've seen so many clients towards the end of the year and so many of them found themselves in pain. And one of the most common pain factor complaints that I saw in the last couple of months has been sciatica. Um, and I, I myself personally have suffered from it as well in years past and occasionally it will still flare up, but I have really packed myself full of tools and tricks to try to avoid any sciatic dysfunction. So for those of you that don't know and aren't familiar with what sciatica is, it's pretty straightforward. Um, It's kind of a pain in the butt, literally. It's pain in the lower back, pain in the butt. But in the technical sense, it's inflammation of the sciatic nerve. And it usually starts in the lower back and the hip area. And it typically goes down one side. Sometimes it'll do both, but it's usually one side. And it will usually even travel down the back of one of the legs, back to the side. Everybody's a little bit different, but that's kind of the pattern of where the sciatic nerve is anyway. Often sciatica is caused or is a symptom of something else that's going on, not just a solo diagnosis of sciatica in and of itself. It is possible and it does happen, but oftentimes there are other causes. So what are some possible other causes? many of which I've seen come into my office. Um, People can have bulging or herniated discs. Those are super important to tell your massage therapist about if you know about them. Obviously, sometimes people don't know, but more often than not, you've been to the doctor or a chiropractor and they've, they've informed you pretty quickly and it's a pretty distinctive pain when you have those. I say make sure that you tell your massage therapist about the bulging herniated disc because sometimes with those, the sciatic pain, massage isn't always indicated. Another um, possible reason would be spinal stenosis where the spine is getting um, stiffer a lot of times with age and, and use. Bone spurs, trauma, poor posture, tumors, piriformis syndrome, or a combination of all or some of those. For someone, often men, who keeps a wallet in their back pocket and they sit without taking the wallet out, that is a big one I've seen. Oftentimes when I see someone that has a wallet that walks in my office or that's a man and walks in my office, often one of my first questions is, do you carry a wallet? And most of the time they say yes. And then I say, do you take it out of your pocket when you sit down at a restaurant or you get in your car? And oftentimes they're like, no, that would be such a hassle or I might leave it on the table. 
Well, I'm here to tell you, do yourself a favor. If you carry a wallet in your back pocket, when you go to sit down, even if it's in a nice cushy chair or recliner, go ahead and take that wallet out because what can happen is that can compress the sciatic nerve. It's right, it typical, in, in a typical pair of pants, that pocket is right where the sciatic nerve can get compressed and agitated. Some of the symptoms of sciatica, um, it, you know, it's pretty straightforward. It's very distinctive. Sometimes it's pain um, that comes from the lower back, but oftentimes is more noticed in the buttock region as well as into the thigh. I even have some people that it's gotten really severe and it travels all the way down their leg to their foot. Um, oftentimes that can be felt as not just pain, but also as it goes down the leg, kind of a burning sensation or pins and needles. Sometimes people have even described it as an electrical shock. I know that that's what happens to me when the muscles kind of press on again, off again of that sciatic nerve. Sometimes people can even have muscle weakness or difficulty walking. The affected area or side might be kind of tender to touch. I know when I work on people's sciatic area, I usually will work on both sides, even though one side might be the one that's bothering them instead of the other, because that helps me see which side, what does the healthy side typically feel like versus the side that's in dysfunction. And oftentimes, as soon as I put my hand on the affected side, people's reaction is, ooh, that's really tender and I'm not even giving a lot of pressure yet. So what are some of the typical treatments that you can see for sciatica? Um, sometimes if it's not too bad, your doctor might recommend ice, just icing it, um, using, um, you know, anti-inflammatories. Uh, they might say, hey, let's get an ultrasound just to see what's going on in that area. Um, sometimes they will recommend massage, physical therapy, muscle relaxers, chiropractic adjustments. Um, back and abdominal exercises are often recommended as far as strengthening exercises to help support that area. Um, and of course, you know, as, as it gets worse in your more severe cases, sometimes they will recommend getting um, procedures done. And one of those is called an epidural injection. And that is where they go in with some medication and a syringe and they go into the area that is affected and they put this numbing medication in there in hopes that it will help heal that and take the pain away. And of course, in worst case scenarios, there's also for some types of issues, surgery, surgery options as well. Um, although that is, in my experience, not something that um, a lot of doctors are super encouraging for. They often want you to try everything possible before they say, hey, surgery is a great idea. So I have clients that come in often and they tell me about these signs and symptoms and they tell me about their, you know, function or lack of function and how they wish that it was different and they're not sleeping well at night because of the pain. And so a lot of times I get the question, 
will massage help? Or can I even get a massage with this nerve pain? It's nerve pain, not muscle pain, right? Can you help my nerves even though it's not muscular? Like, is that okay? And so my answer is always, in most cases, yes. And in some cases, no. So in some cases of no, we talked about it before, a herniated disc can make the work too painful. It can cause extra irritation and inflammation. So that's why it's so important to tell your massage therapist or your physical therapist about any potential herniated uh, disc or bulging disc that you might have. But in most cases, yes, massage can really help sciatic pain. It can reduce acute and chronic low back pain. So, you know, you might come in. I had a lady come in today that she said, I have had low back pain for 25 years. And she just kind of wrote it off as her normal. And it's sometimes hard to get people to understand that just because you've been dealing with the same pain for years and years, that doesn't mean that it's normal or that it can't be helped. Um, There are oftentimes when I'll tell people that, you know, massage can't help a specific type of problem. Um, And I would be very forward and open and honest with anyone right away if I don't think they will benefit because I don't want them to waste their time. And I want them to find an avenue quickly that will help them get out of pain. But so many people just accept the pain as normal and just their new way of life and that's just how life is and quite frankly it doesn't have to be that way and it's not normal to be in pain all the time and people often get very frustrated in western medicine because they feel like doctors often will throw medication at them that makes them feel loopy or drugged or they can't think clearly and so many people that I see say I just want to feel better without feeling like I'm not myself I need to be able to function I have a family to take care of I have a spouse to take care of I have to work I have a life to live and they are absolutely correct so massage can help in most of these cases Um, it improves trunk flexibility and function so you know think Think like the lower back, abdominal area, hip area, all that area. It's going to help you be more flexible and have a better function. It also increases serotonin and dopamine levels, which definitely helps improve mood, which will also help when you're feeling less pain. (laughs) Who isn't in a better mood the less pain that they have, you know? One fun fact that I like to share is clients with sciatica are more prone to additional nerve injuries behind the knee and in the front of the ankle. So if you deal with sciatic pain, make sure that you're careful and cautious of things coming up against, you know, the back of your knee and in the front of your ankle, because sometimes those spots can be more prone to nerve injury if you've already got some sciatic issues. I will tell you this, I probably work more on people's glute region and low back 
and legs for sciatic pain than any other issue that comes in my office. And it's funny, when I was in massage therapy school, that, I guess you just don't picture yourself necessarily. Like, you might want to, you know, specialize in prenatal massage or lymphatic drainage, and you might see yourself doing more those types of massages um, might be what you want to specialize in. And for me, I wanted to specialize in neuromuscular therapy because that seemed to be an avenue to me that made a lot of sense in helping people get out of pain. And so my specialty is all about helping people function better at a higher level, increase their range of motion and flexibility, increase healing and recovery time from surgeries, and to get out of pain and to stay out of pain. And amazingly enough, one of the biggest things that I work on are people's glutes because that's where the sciatic nerve lives. It comes out of the lower spine right through the glute area. It actually, oftentimes the sciatic nerve sometimes can run right through what's called the piriformis muscle and it's one of the glute muscles. Um, sometimes it'll run in front or behind, but sometimes it will go right through the middle of that muscle. And if that little muscle gets in dysfunction, if it gets irritated, then oftentimes what can happen is it compresses around the sciatic nerve and can cause some major pain and issues. You've got that burning sensation, pins and needles, electrical shock, all that stuff. So oftentimes when someone comes and sees me, I have a separate conversation with them, aside from just the regular consent to treat for the day, if I think that glute work is indicated. Because one, that's that can be an area of the body that is more private and more tender and not as comfortable for someone to receive massage on. Um, so I always want to talk to someone about that. And I also work what's called over the drape. So you're fully covered when I'm working on that area. I don't need to expose the skin in any way. So that helps you feel more secure and more modest as well. Some people don't care about that. Other people, it's a really big deal. And I would rather someone feel super comfortable and secure and get the work that they need to help them get out of pain and dysfunction than to say, oh no, I'm fine, just because they're afraid of being exposed in any way. This work can absolutely 100% be done fully draped and covered um, so that the client is comfortable and stays warm and has that continued trusting relationship with their therapist. Um, so, you know, if you're seeing a massage therapist and you want to try out that glute work, ask them how they do the glute work. For me, I keep them, you know, draped and covered. Um, the whole glute area is completely draped and covered. I do uncover part of the leg because for me, at some point with, with the massage into the glute region, I will include the leg and I will bend the knee and rotate the leg around because that helps really dig in deep to some of those muscles in the glute region which will then help get some of that irritation and inflammation to settle down around that sciatic nerve. Um, I also often ask my clients when they come in with sciatic pain, I often will ask them, do you see a chiropractor? Um, and 
you know, a lot of them say, yes, I do, or I have one and I haven't seen them in a while. And I say, you should probably give them a call. Um, I highly recommend in most cases seeing a chiropractor as well. Um, that a lot of times the, the muscles can get so taut and they can pull on that area where the sciatic nerve comes out and it can get you out of alignment in that area. So if you have a chiropractor that can help you work with your hips and your lower back, you're probably going to see a pretty big difference in most cases, not all, but in most. So as I've said, and many times before, oftentimes chiropractic work and massage work are so complementary to each other. They work so well for so many clients that I see. It helps kind of loosen up the muscles enough so that they can get a good chiropractic adjustment and it's going to last them that much longer and help them on their our road on their road to pain relief and a lasting pain relief at that. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this first podcast of the new year. I hope it was informative and answered any questions that you might have. If you have more questions, feel free to email me at wellnesswarriorsandwisdom at gmail.com or you can comment on this podcast. I look forward to hearing from you and seeing you in the office. Have a great day. Be well.